Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 186 of the podcast that was originally recorded on January 7th of 2018. Some of the games I talked about this week, we talked about a little Charterstone, tried to do no spoilers, talked about a little Fallout, some King Domino, my wife and I picked up the grande size of King Domino. We used the Dice app to let my wife learn King Domino, which is actually pretty cool. We also played in Little Dice Town. Other than that, I also talked about a few of the games that I want to play. Enjoy the episode. Hey gamers, welcome to the games. This is Joe Luzzi from What I'm Playing Now and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. You can always send us some emails, let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can join us in some conversations over on Board Game Geek. We do have a guild over there, guild number 2440 on Twitter and Instagram. We are at What I'm Playing Now. Don't forget to drop the G like I always say. On Facebook, just do a search for What I'm Playing Now. On Twitch, you can follow us and subscribe to our channel, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And YouTube, you can subscribe to us there. We are youtube.com slash what I'm playing now. All right, sorry for the short hiatus in the show. It's been a couple of weeks since I've actually had a chance to record. Between the holidays, my wife getting sick, me getting sick, and it just passing basically throughout the whole family here. Uh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks here, so we've kind of just been playing a few games here at the house. I really have not had a chance to go down to my local game store to play anything for, wow, probably since right before Christmas. So it's been a few weeks since I've actually had a chance to go down there and play a few things, but we've got some things to talk about today. Hopefully after we get this podcast edited and out of the way and uploaded, we're going to be getting ready to do a Twitch stream tonight. We will be playing Wasteland Express Delivery Service and really looking forward to that. We've been playing that game quite a bit recently and we're really enjoying that game. Other than that, we have a few other things that we're going to be talking about. I'll talk about them during the show as I talk about some of the different games. So let's jump into a few of the things that I've been playing now. One of the first things that has been hitting the table quite a bit for us, I will say, is Charterstone. I'm going to try to talk about this very broadly and not try to give any spoilers. Um, we're about four games in, I believe we are right now. So we're not too, too far in. But we've, we've got several games under our belt. My wife and I are just playing uh, straight two players. We're not using the Otoma rules at all. Uh, we've decided that let's play through the game one time with just two people and actually just see how much we can unlock, what we can discover, what we can all experience. And then let's go back through uh, this week when I go down to the local game store. I'm going to be picking up a couple of things. One of the things I'm going to be talking about under the what I want to play now part of the show, so I won't mention it here. But one of the things I'm going to pick out or up is the refresh kit for Charterstone. Hopefully they still have a few of those down at my local game store. I know the last time I was there they did, but I'm sure during Christmas this was a big seller. And I have a feeling people are already probably picking those up to run through the game a second time. I know... We are already planning on doing that, and I think when we do this a second time, we're probably going to use a full, I like to do a complement of all six players. So if it's just the two of us again, if we can't get anybody else to play, and I've already had uh, several people down at the, my local game store asking me to play you know, their copies of the game, so I don't know if we're going to get a group going down there. That will be a true, true multiplayer game of this, which I would be very excited and very willing to play. But if here at the house, it is just my wife and I, 
I'd like to do a full complement of games or of players. So we would probably do four Atomas for that one and do six full players for this one, just so we can see and unlock as much as we can through the second playthrough. But maybe I'll talk a little bit about the first game. So if you have not played the first game of Charterstone and you plan on it, I'm not going to go into too, too much detail. Uh, very nice worker placement game. You're basically building up your village is what the whole point of the game is. I really like how each different player focuses on one of the different resources within the game, I will say. I don't think this is going to spoil too, too much. I'm going to try, like I said, I'm going to try not to do it, but there are some people who may not want to know anything about the game. So maybe you want to skip ahead a couple of minutes uh, to the next game. But I'm really liking at all the different things that you can unlock in and the path and the progression that I'm seeing as we play through the games. I will say this is definitely a a great feat that uh, they have completed and have done here by creating this game. I mean, it's really interesting as you're going through the game, you're unlocking different things, how you interact with the cards, how the rules are changing, how the rules are building on top of each other there. You know, you put one sticker down one game, the next game, one little thing can change on that sticker for a rule. So you'll be placing another sticker on top of that within the rule book. They have a whole storyline that is evolving as you're playing through the game. Those story stickers are going towards the back of the book and you'll have a whole kind of like evolution of the game and the progress and process as to how you got from where you started to where you're ending, it seems. But so far from what I can tell, it is just very impressive what they have been able to do with this. The worker placement is really fun. Uh, on your turn, you're pretty much going to do one of a couple of things. You're going to place one of your workers out on the board. If you place it on a spot where there is already a worker, you will send that worker either back to the player who owns it or back into your own pool if it is your own worker. You could either do that, either place a worker or pull all your workers back. So they have minions, which you will unlock after the first couple of games. The minions are what going to be kind of like additional workers that they're going to give you as you play through the game. I really think it's interesting that the person who wins the game you know, gets to mark on their, on their player, on their card there that they've won. But the actual person who lost is the one who actually gets a little bit more of a bonus in that they actually get to mark on their card additional resources that they can carry over from game to game. So the more you win, the less you're going to be able to take over from game to game. And the more you lose, the more you're actually going to get to take components, resources, and various things over from game to game, which is going to make starting out the next game a little easier for you. My wife had won the first game. I've won the last couple. So she's actually carrying over with her into our next game quite a few different things, whereas I'm extremely limited to just the base things that I'm able to carry over um, between the games. I think that's rather interesting and, and pretty unique and, and very cool. Uh, like I said, we're playing just straight two players. Our games are usually going fairly quickly. I mean, definitely probably under an hour or so. We're st we still like to take our time and read through a lot of the cards and, you know, try to do some different things. But the games definitely are not long. This is for being a legacy style game. We're knocking these out fairly quickly when we do get a chance to play them. But so far, I have to say we're having a very good time with Charterstone. Can't wait to get the refresh kit. And can't wait to actually start playing and seeing what it is like playing with a bunch of different players on the board rather than just two people. 
because I know I'm falling into kind of like a strategy where I'm rinsing and repeating similar movements over and over, trying to just do certain things since my characters are geared towards a particular resource. I find that I'm using those resources more because when I do that, I'm getting more bonuses and more victory points and things of that nature. So it's really interesting. Um, the last game I tried to do a couple of different things and expand a little bit. So we'll see where the game takes us. And I'll, I'm sure I'll be talking about this one a little bit more, especially when we actually get to the second game that we're going to play in adding more players. But that's Charterstone. Excellent game. If you have not picked up Charterstone yet, I wouldn't even try playing this one. This is one you just need to go purchase, add to your collection. I really haven't seen too many people not like this game. I'm sure there are probably some people who aren't liking it. There are always people who don't like everything, but this is a game that I have a feeling most everybody will like. This is a great worker placement game. It is not a heavy worker placement game, I wouldn't say. The stuff that they add in each game, I think, is at a perfect pace. It definitely doesn't make the game heavier with each thing that they add on. It just gives you a little bit more choices and a little bit more strategy. One of the other games I played this past week and a game that I'm going to be playing solo and probably doing a few solo streams for because one of the things that I'm hoping to do this year as we get into the new year here is starting to do more Twitch streams. I know my wife and I had started to do that. Then we had gotten busy redoing our room. We started back up, but then both of us kind of fell apart during the holidays here. So we're going to be doing a stream tonight, and I'd like to get back to doing a stream twice a week. And one of the things I think I'm going to do during midweek, probably about Wednesday, is do a solo game stream. And I think Fallout's probably going to be the first game I'm going to go for with that one. This game I've read quite a few different things about. Um, some people are liking it. Some people are not liking it. Uh, for me being a player, I've played the hell out of Fallout 4 on the PC. And Fallout 4 was the first time I actually played a, a Fallout game on, on the computer or on a console. I didn't, I didn't play any of the earlier Fallout games. I will have to say, considering I do like a fantasy setting better, I finished Fallout where I did not finish Skyrim. I have well over 100, 115 hours into Fallout on Fallout 4 on the PC, and I just had a great time with it. So when I saw the board game was coming out, and it was supposed to look and give you the feel of the video game, you know, of that of that just epic, you know, adventure. I was like, I got to pick this up and try it. Not only because it was selling out everywhere, but because I just wanted to see what it was like. And I have to say, after my first playthrough, it was nice that I was able to actually just recognize a lot of the different locations in the area. And I was like, I know, you know, the starting area and some of the different areas that you're going through, Diamond City and stuff. You know, I was like, okay, I've been here. I've walked through these areas. I can visually see what they look like in my mind because I've spent so many hours at all of these different locations. So I am probably definitely having a much different experience than somebody, you know, with this game than somebody who has not touched the Fallout 4 PC game or played it on, you know, PC or console. But I don't think you really need to to have that experience or have that knowledge to be able to enjoy this game. I mean, I think it's just a good kind of just like exploration game. Um, the combat is is pretty good. You know, you're going to be on your turn. You're going to be doing a couple of different actions. You can either explore the wasteland by, you know, flipping over a tile that's next to you, move into different areas, do combat. When you're at different locations, you're going to be able to kind of do almost like mini missions and have cards where you're going to have to decide one thing or another. 
which I think is is really interesting. It's kind of it's kind of tricky doing it with one player because it's kind of hard not to read what some of the different outcomes are as you're kind of read, reading through the cards. You're trying to use your hand to cover up and just read certain parts of the card at one time. It would almost be nice if they would have given you something like a card, and maybe I'll have to make one of these myself, uh, a card that you can actually slide over this and cover up some of the text that you can't read. But I believe that probably would be kind of difficult because I'm sure not all cards are staged the same and they're probably not all the same size, but if they could have actually gotten all of those paragraphs to be the same size in all the cards and made that standard, they could have given you so, given a solo player something to cover up so we can actually play and not have to try to worry about covering up and reading those, those other things. But so far, I'm having a pretty good time with Fallout, I have to say. I don't, I don't really find some of the problems that other people are having with the game. I think the game looks really nice. I think it, it really gives you a lot of different that there it, it it evokes a lot of the different feelings that the Fallout 4 definitely has um from the video game and has turned it into a into a board game which I think they they did a pretty good job of. So I'll probably be talking about Fallout 4 a little bit more and then Wednesday hopefully like I said is when we're going to be when I will be doing a solo stream of Fallout. What we're going to try to do with our streams is we're going to try to do Saturday or Sunday. I'm not too sure of the day yet right now. We may be switching our normal day to Sunday because I think Sundays would be a little bit easier for, for my wife to do. Uh, so we may do Sunday evenings as our stream where we stream a nice, really big game uh, between the two of us. And then Wednesday will probably be my normal solo stream day where I'm going to be playing through solo games. So I'm probably going to be doing things like Fallout first. And then I have a few other ideas for some other solo games that I have over in my game room there. So after that, one of the things that we had picked up right before Christmas was we picked up the large extra grande size of King Domino. And one of the reasons why I picked this up, uh, my wife saw it when she was looking through some of the different games and she's been introducing games to uh, her cousin's um, children. And we figured this is one of the games that we could probably introduce to them um, when they come over here and we do a monthly gaming session with them. And this may be one of the games we introduce to them right off the bat because I have a feeling that these the kids will really enjoy King Diamond, especially being the larger size one. Although I don't know, now that I think about it, I don't know if our table will fit four people with the extra size tokens that are in the larger size King Domino. But I'm definitely glad that we have the larger size components to the game rather than the ones that originally came with it. I've talked about King Domino before in the podcast. I wasn't overly impressed with the game originally. I think the one game that has really impressed me so far was when my wife and I played the extended version of the game where we literally played a two-player game with all of the tiles. And I believe we were building on a seven by seven grid is what it was. So far, that is the game that has kind of made King Domino for me a game that, okay, I can actually say that I'm glad I added this to my collection now. Because at first when I got this, this was definitely more a game for my wife to probably just play, you know, with younger kids. But, um, because I preferred Queen Domino when we had played that down at the game store. But I will say, playing King Domino, I really enjoyed it, especially when we were playing with some of those variants. To me, that completely changed the whole game for me. I didn't, I wasn't familiar with those variants before since the game when I had played it down at the game store wasn't my copy. I believe that was my buddy Eric's that we had played. But doing those variants definitely changed this game for me, and it definitely changed my look on the game. So if you have not played King Domino with some of those variants that are out there, Definitely give those a look. It will definitely change the game. Now, one of the other things that I utilized when we were playing King Domino, since my wife had never played it before, um, I had actually backed Dyes 
when it was on Indiegogo. Dyes is an app that is going to be released on um, your phones, tablets, and stuff like that. And it is going to kind of walk you through teaching and learning a game to you so you don't even have to open up the rule book. So I said, what the hell? Let's actually – they had released Dyes uh, for, for us people who had backed it right about this the same day that I had picked up King Domino. So I said – I told her, I go, I've already, I already know how to play this. I've read through the rules. I go – I don't want you to watch any videos or anything on this. Let's sit down. Let's put the app there on the tablet, you know, or on my phone. And let's just go through and see how this app does and see how it does teach it to us. So, you know, when you open up the, or when you load up the app, you know what asks you, are you playing with um, a new copy of the game or are you playing with a copy of the game that's already been utilized? So we said new copy of the game because we hadn't, I basically had only removed the, the plastic from the, from the box. I didn't do anything else. And I wanted to see how the app would walk us through everything. And I will say, it taught us very well. I was very impressed. We didn't have to refer to the rules for anything. It literally walks you through punching the stuff, putting the stuff together, how how everything should be set up, what all the players start with. It walks us through all the different things. Now, we did have to go to the rules for the variants, and I, and I think they probably even have that in the app because they do have uh, rule lookups within the app that you can go back through at a later time and look up individual pieces. But, you know, it's basically just telling you do this, and it walks you through a couple of things, and then you hit next on the screen, and it takes you through something else, and they're showing you pictures, you know, um, you know, graphical pictures as you're kind of going through everything. And it's telling you how to build the castles, how to do all the different things, you know, what should be set aside, how to break up all the tiles and, you know, all the different stuff there. So I will say so far, I'm very impressed with the dies app. I thought it was really good. I know there's been some concern. People are like, you know, why do you need anything like this? You know, what is this going to give you? Um, I'm not really too sure how their subscription plan is going to work out. I know I get so much free time since I'm actually a backer of this. Um, I don't know if you're going to have to actually pay for games at a later time if you want the rules or you're going to have to pay for them individually or if there's like a subscription that you're going to do. I'm not really too sure. I haven't followed up uh, on all of that stuff and kept up with what their whole plan is long term. But I will say for what I paid for it so far, what is actually done it's kind of cool. Um, I'm interested to see some of the other games that they're actually going to release for that. I think that could be actually something that's kind of neat. Definitely keep your eye on Dyes if you're looking for something to maybe help you learn games a little bit faster. Um, I know my wife and I, we don't mind sitting down watching a video of somebody doing a playthrough or a run through of something of a game that we're maybe going to play if we haven't um, played it before. If I've read the rules and she hasn't, you know, we could be eating dinner and she'll maybe we'll just maybe watch the video and watch a couple of rounds of it just to maybe get a feel for it before we actually start playing a game. So I don't know if everybody likes doing that or not, but Dyzed could be a good alternative for people who just like to, you know, maybe go down to um, a game store if they have a place where people meet up to play games. And, you know, there's a game on the shelf. And if Dyzed actually gets a good library of games within their application, you know, somebody could just pull out their phone and be like, hey, let's sit down, let's learn this. And, you know, you could learn the game probably a lot faster through this than every, than one person sitting down there trying to just read the rules to everybody at the table. It, it would it actually goes a little bit easier and I think better using this app than the alternative method. So Dyes is pretty cool, and we really had a good time, like I said, with the alternate roles of King Domino. Other than that, we played one other game here, a little game called Dice Town. We picked up the revised edition of Dice Town right before the holidays, so we got a couple of games of that in as well. Now, this game I wasn't as impressed with, and I will say we've only played it two-player, 
And after playing a couple of games, we looked at each other and we were like, this needs more players. This game plays with two players, but I think there's just not enough interaction between the players. I don't think there's enough competition for the different spaces. And in Dice Town, what you're doing is everybody's going to have a cup of dice that you're going to shake up, flip upside down. Everybody looks at their um, dice. You keep one die under your cup, move all the other dice to the side. Everybody reveals their dice at the same time. And this is the die that you're going to kind of keep for building your poker hand. There's going to be different kind of sections of the board that whoever has the most of that particular card, be it uh, Jack, Queen, King, you know, 10, um, Ace or whatever, you know, whatever cards you, whatever, whoever has the most of that, you're going to be able to get to do different actions. If there's ever a tie, the person with the first player token, which I believe is taken over by the player with the most Kings, is the one who can get to actually decide then who gets to do that action. And the crazy thing was the first time we played the game, my wife was first player and she had gone for more Kings on the first round. And I tried to get go for Kings because I wanted to take over first player, but she got it. So she kept decide, got, kept getting to decide who got to take the action. So she took the action herself. That went on for about three or four rounds until I was like, okay, I'm done going for Kings. I'm going to try to start going for other things and just go for victory points now and not go for first player anymore. So that was one of my first problems with the game and a two player game. Whoever has first player, if they continually go for kings, they can keep first player and make all the decisions. There are other things you can do, but um, if you ever try to do that king action, it's not going to happen for you probably. So other than that, we did have an, a good time with the game. We thought it was okay. There's nothing broken about the game. I just think the game needs more interaction than what two players can actually afford or give to each other within this game. It seemed like each round... Besides when I was going for all those kings, we weren't really going for a lot of the same spaces each round, you know, after that. It was very, very seldomly did we have to, okay, who's actually going to take something outside of the space because, you know, I was like, okay, let's try to do, I was going for a different thought process than what she was. So we were playing the game a little bit differently, each of us were. So we're, you know, we were doing different things and trying different things, but, you know, we weren't doing a lot of the same things that we were trying to do to stumble over each other and kind of like cause a little conflict there or anything. So it's, this is definitely a game we're going to need to get to the take, get to the table with more people with two. It just didn't seem like it just wasn't as exciting as, as what we think it could be. And we could be wrong. Maybe when we get more people to the game, maybe it just won't be exciting, but I have a feeling that it will be a little bit more cutthroat and there will be a little bit more action going on. Our game ended by us going through the one stack of cards because that seemed to be the easiest way to end the game. We kind of just started taking those cards after a while, and just both of us were kind of going for victory points towards the end of the game there during the last couple of rounds. So Dice Town, we're going to have to probably talk about again once we get more people over here to try to get that one to the table and actually see um, how that one goes when you have a little bit more player interaction than just two people sitting there rolling the dice and going for different hands. That's about it for Dice Town. All right, let's talk about a few of the things that I want to play. I know one of the things when I go down to my local game store this week, I'm going to be picking up my copy of Terraforming Mars Venus Next. That was released right before uh, the year ended. I have a copy waiting for me down there, so I will probably be picking up. 
that terraforming Mars Venus next, as well as the recharge kit for Charterstone. Those will probably be my first two game purchases of the year. We'll see what else has come out since I haven't been down there in a couple of weeks and see if there's any more damage that's going to be happening to my wallet. But other than that, I've been also following Kickstarter along. I really haven't been seeing too, too much on Kickstarter lately. So I've been thanking the Lords for that one since the last big thing that I actually kickstarted was Seventh Continent. And I dumped quite a bit of money into that one. So I don't need to be putting more money into anything on Kickstarter right now. So I'm really looking forward to Terraform Mars Venus next. It looks like my wife and I may be going down to see my one buddy and his wife over the weekend. We may be teaching them Terraforming Mars. So I don't think we're going to bring either the first expansion board or Venus next. We'll probably just do a four or five player game of Terraforming Mars. We'll just do the base game. I'm really looking forward to playing that because the last game I played with that was with my wife uh, probably about a month or so ago, and she even really liked Terraforming Mars, so I'm interested for her to actually see it at a larger player count. Um, I know larger player counts usually do tend to take a little longer. Um, Hopefully the four-player game doesn't take us too, too long, but I'm expecting it to last several hours because they they always do. Other than that, one of the other games that I've noticed that's being talked about um, that was announced from Plan B Games, I believe it was, Century Eastern Wonders. This is the expansion to Century Spice Road. And I'm kind of looking forward to this one, as this one looks like it's taking Century Spice Road in a completely, completely different direction. Uh, It looks like the gameplay is completely different. Um, I'm interested to see how this is actually going to tie into Spice Road and how they're going to integrate and have these two play together. I really haven't read too, too much about this one lately. Um, I've read a little bit about it on uh, the Facebook group, or on, you know, on, not on Facebook, but on Board Game Geek. Kind of looking forward to seeing what um, what this one is going to, to bring us. So that should be kind of interesting. I haven't seen it mention anything about a second, like a printing of this one, Eastern Wonders for Golem. So it sounds like that Golem edition was just going to be the first game from what it sounds like so far. So I'm glad I just stuck with Century Spice Road, and I will definitely be picking up Century Eastern Wonders as this one looks to be pretty good. And my wife and I really enjoyed Spice Road. We played it quite a bit when we were at Origins. That was one of the biggest hits or one of the bigger hits that was there when we were at Origins. And we had gotten our copy probably a week or two before that. So we had our copy that we were playing there. So it was really cool seeing all the different people playing that game because it was very, very popular at that con. So that is about it, I think, for this week. Um, Other than that... Like I said, keep an eye out for us going live on Twitch. We'll be sure to tweet out and let everybody know when that's happening. But other than that, you know what to do. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can join us in some conversations over on Board Game Geek. We have a guild over there, guild number 2440 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G like I always say. On Facebook, do a search for what I'm playing now. On Twitch, you can subscribe to us, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And on YouTube, you can subscribe to us there as well, youtube.com slash what I'm playing now. Other than that, everybody knows what they should go do. Go play some games and then let me know what you're playing now. Until next week, everybody, when I will be back with another podcast, you have a great week gaming, and I will talk to you later. Have a good one. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.